Hey everybody, welcome to episode four. Hello, hello. Hope y'all enjoyed some of the spookies these last couple weeks. Yeah, I hope we scared you a little bit. Just a little. (laughs) I think we're going to get back into some craziness this week, just our usual wild antics. Almost Um, as crazy as the wind. Yeah, dude, these Santa Ana winds have been rough. Crazy. We live in LA, um, and so it is just a hellstorm here of like step outside, pine needles, dust smacking you in the face. Yeah, like I'm trying to take my hot girl walks and (laughs) I'm getting blown away. Literally. Yeah, it's rough. (laughs) We were supposed to record uh, yesterday. Yeah. And I had to cancel on Tima here because. My allergies, I, I literally couldn't breathe. I called her and I was like, um, how am I supposed to record like this? It was so bad. <laughs> so, but you know, we here. We here today. Yeah. Uh, today I feel okay. I purposefully didn't leave my house until now so that no pollen would enter my nose. Yes, because this podcast is important to us. Yes. Have you heard of like the Santa Ana wind crazies? No. Apparently the Santa Ana winds like make everyone crazy. Oh wait, no, I have. I saw that in a show. Did you watch Crazy Ex Girlfriend? No, I don't think it was. That. Oh, okay, two shows. Yeah, yeah. Apparently it's kind of like when Mercury's in retrograde. Oh. <laughs> Every, like everything just goes wrong. Oh, yeah. I still don't understand that phrase, Mercury retrograde. I think it's like oh, I think it's like when. It's some <gasps> astrology stuff. <laughs> M. I know. Okay. I know a lot about people's birth charts. Like uh-huh. I used to read people's birth charts like a party mm. trick. Um, but I don't really know anything about astrology beyond that. Okay. But I think All it's right. something about like the position of Mercury. Okay. I thought it was like moving backwards. I think so. Oh, yeah. But I don't think it's actually moving backwards. I think it's something like it appears to be moving backwards uh, relative to the other. Like, okay. I think it's still in its orbit. Okay, okay. But I guess that makes you crazy. It's probably just an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just PMSing, so. Yeah. <laughs> Blame the wind. Blame Mercury. <laughs> it's all me. I'm terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... On that note, uh, do you want to get into some terrible, crazy stories? Yeah, and if you're joining us for the first time... Hi, I'm Em. I'm Seema. And welcome to Bed Buds. Where we share the wildest stories from our friends and the internet. Yeah, we do. All right, let's get into it. Let's go. What you got for me? <laughs> All right, lovies. Our first story is coming from Reddit, and it's coming from r slash Reddit on Wiki. So, unfortunately, I could not find the original post. This is a cross post. Okay. I don't think I've been on that subreddit before. No, it's a fun one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, 19 male, was talking to my friend, 20 female, about my nervousness about first dates. We're both in college together. I'm not great with small talk and get nervous about messing something up. She asked me if my parents ever took me on practice dates, kind of lightheartedly. I asked what the hell was a practice date. She explained that at the age of 12 to 14, her dad took her on a couple daddy-daughter dates. In her words, they were fun dates, where they went to see a movie she wanted to see or to a restaurant she liked. He would open doors, pull out her chair for her, etc. And, at her request, they would also practice first date small talk because she had social anxiety and he made suggestions on fun questions to ask on a first date to get to know someone. 
She remembers it fondly and said it A. Set her expectations high for how she wanted to be treated on a date, and B. Made her feel less anxious about first dates. I said that was really creepy for a dad to do, and asked, did he show you how to kiss too? That really made her mad. She said they were just fun times they spent together, helped ease her anxiety about dates, and made them fun. He never turned it into something gross like that. Now, she is declining to hang out. I just thought it was creepy for a father to show her how a date is supposed to go. Perhaps she's in denial? I've only met the man once when he helped her move into her dorm room, and he didn't seem too overprotective or anything, but I don't know. So, am I the asshole for telling her that their daddy-daughter dates were creepy? I think so. Yeah, right? Is it, it's not just me, right? I don't think that's creepy at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's really sweet. I do too. And, you know, I was reading the comments and apparently a lot of people had these kind of experiences with their parents. Yeah. That's adorable. I can't yeah. imagine doing that with my parents just because, like, we don't have that kind of a relationship. <laughs> but that's really sweet. Yeah, I think so too. And it's, I feel like it's so important for young girls to learn how they should be treated because a lot just don't and they grow up not knowing and then they expect less from men and it's a whole cycle yeah totally and it's cute that he wanted to like ease her anxiety he pulled out her chair right they went over some questions that she could ask that's adorable it's super cute wait and screw this guy too because i bet you she's never even considered that it could be weird before Mm -hmm. and now she's totally like going to be thinking about it and for your first thought to be accusing this father of something like that mm. like just telling her like oh did he practice how to kiss you as well like maybe for him that was like kind of funny Mm -hmm. but for her like that's literally her dad yeah like that's repulsive even just hearing that no i agree i agree that's rough I saw an Instagram reel once of this dad who was, like, taking his daughter on little dates, and she Mm -hmm. was, like, I want to say she was, like, six to eight. I'm Uh terrible at judging children's ages. (laughs) Like, I'm, like, you could be two, you could be 15. Like, I don't I'm so bad at it. Um, So she was, like, between four and ten. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say eight. Okay. Okay. Um, And he was, like, taking her on, like, a daddy-daughter date. And so he had, like, a bunch of um, cards mm-hmm. that she could pick, like, one through four. Uh, and then the card would say, like, ice cream. So then they would go get ice cream. And then after that, okay, pick the next card. Number three, movie. And then they would go to a movie. And they, like, followed the day based on those cards. Wait, that's so adorable. Yeah, like, she's going to remember that forever. Yeah. And, like, I, I wish I spent more time with my dad when I was younger. Yeah. yeah. It seems like such a sweet thing to do. Also, the word date here, I think, Mm -hmm. is used very loosely. Like, Mm -hmm. if you asked her, I don't think she would ever say that she dated her dad. But, like, we talk about, like, lunch dates, Mm -hmm. right, with your friends, play dates with two kids, right? Like, I don't think the word date really matters that much. Yeah, why is it so romanticized? Yeah. It doesn't have to be. That's weird. Yeah, you kind of yeah. suck, dude. Honestly, that's yeah. that's not great. And I wouldn't hang out with you either. Mm-mm. I would feel so uncomfortable after that interaction. Yeah. And I don't think he apologized. Yeah. Okay. He did not apologize to her, so. I think he um, should. What did the comments say? Well, the comments were mostly just calling him an asshole. Okay, good. Yeah. I hope you learned a thing or two about, like. I hope so. Not, like, putting your foot in your mouth like that. Mm-hmm. 
Because you just can't when it comes to people's parents. Yeah, you just can't take that back. No. Not good. Anyways, <laughs> do you have one for me? I do have a story for you. Mm-hmm. It's a little wild. Okay. Um, this is coming from True Off My Chest, mm-hmm. and it was actually just posted today. Ooh. So it is fresh. Okay. All right. My husband started turning off the lights. Is he cheating on me? My husband, 32 male, and I, 31 female, have known each other since we were six years old, but we have been together for seven years and married for five. We have always been friends before anything else. We dated and I got pregnant and we ended up getting married. We endured many things together. While everything could be falling apart, we are together and united. We've always been a team. I was there for him and sacrificed a lot for this relationship. Some time ago, he did things that disappointed me. He hid extra expenses from his stepson, snooped on his ex's social media, and liked stories Mm. from some colleagues. I've always been transparent with everything, my life, my phone, and social media, and I have nothing to hide. But I don't feel like it's reciprocal. When I approach his cell phone, he gets extremely nervous, which is very suspicious. Mm. I think he's hiding something from me. He says no, but why does he get so tense if I just stay close to his cell phone? The worst one was on our wedding anniversary. I put up a photo of us together, and when I went to see his networks, he had put a photo on his story only for his closest friends. This made me very upset, and when I asked him if he was ashamed of me or my relationship, he said that he wasn't, and he only did it because he didn't want my stepson to see. My stepson, 15 male, ignores him, so he doesn't want to appear happy so that the boy doesn't feel bad. I was upset because one thing has nothing to do with the other, He was a teenage father, and he never dated my stepson's mother, and they were never even together. And my stepson grew up knowing that. He apologized and then posted some photos of us together, but I deleted all the photos with him because I didn't want them anymore. Now he complains about me not having photos with him, only with our daughter, and especially when I get hit on, people think I'm single because I don't have any more photos with him. I get a few, but I quickly make it clear that I'm married. Currently, since he started working at his new company about a month ago, he has met up with friends, yes, women, from his old place of work. I never minded that he had friends and I always trusted him, but a few days ago I discovered these lunches together and they've been having lunch together often. Mm. No, he didn't tell me before, although every day I ask him, how are you? How was your day? Anything new? Do you have something to tell? It's not an interrogation, I just make it clear that he can talk vent, or complain to me. I'm here to listen to him if he wants to talk. It's my way of showing that I'm interested in his issues. But he is very reserved and never has anything to say. Mm. I found out by chance. He let it slip that he often had lunch with the girls, in quotes, and didn't tell me beforehand. Now the cherry on top. Before, my husband always showed desire for me. We had sex every day. He liked my body, seeing me. We always had the light on. He always preferred it. But after this new job, well, sex has been with the lights off. Or worse, Mm. he turns the lights off so he can finish. This happened a few times. His sexual appetite has also decreased. I asked if everything was okay, and he said he was more tired. But that didn't convince me. Mm. As for the lights off, I didn't say anything, because it's humiliating to ask something like that. I do not know what to do. I feel insecure and confused. 
Am I just insecure about my body and seeing too much? I'm a size 36. I'm not flabby. I take care of myself because I already have cleaning OCD. I always smell good. I take at least three showers a day. I'm very vain. Is the problem me or is there really something wrong with him? Is he cheating on me? Has he lost desire for me? I see warning signs, but I have nothing concrete to draw conclusions from. Please, I need advice. Hmm. Well, he's cheating on you. Do you think so? I think he's cheating on her for sure. (laughs) Like, I I don't, I think her concerns are actually very valid. Um, Women have a certain intuition. Yeah. About these things. And if she is noticing small things like, oh, now he's turning off the lights. Mm-hmm. when we have sex so he could finish um yeah that's an indication that he's probably trying to think about something else while he is with her in my opinion okay <laughs> okay what's yours what's your take on this that's so interesting that you think that mm-hmm. i mean i can't say definitively whether or not he is cheating right okay. we don't know that it's possible that he is i don't know if any of this is an indication though um, obviously we're only getting one side, but she comes off in a very interesting way. Yes, I, don't, I don't think I have the agree. adjective for it, but I agree. She, she describes herself as vain, right? Um, which I think is interesting. And she talks about herself not being flabby. Yes. Also interesting. Um, but I think that's just a certain characteristic of her. I think her intuition is still hmm. pretty spot on. Honestly, she has a good point about the like turning off the lights during mm. sex thing. Okay. Um, also, the fact that he's hanging out with his female coworkers a lot. See, that's not an issue for me. Well, and, and the thing for me is like the way that something that's making me not trust her so much is Mm -hmm. the way she's putting everything in quotes he's like Mm -hmm. i found him talking to his female colleagues in quotes or Mm -hmm. he said he had lunch with the girls also if he didn't explicitly tell you that he's having lunch with his coworkers, Mm -hmm. but he just casually mentions it in conversation like oh yeah i was just having lunch with the girls yeah i feel like that's a really clear indication that he's not actively hiding something do you know what I mean? Well, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Okay. Because I think certain people say it so openly, but are still doing things behind that their partner's back. Yeah. You know, I, I think both can be true because people are really good at manipulating and lying. That's the sad truth. And I think, yes, she's a little strange. I agree. But her intuition is probably right. Okay. And he probably is cheating. Okay, T. So, but what do you think of the whole photo debacle? Like, he didn't post <laughs> a picture of them publicly on their anniversary, so she deleted every single photo that she has with him? Okay, all right, all right. So, <laughs> we can establish, we can establish that her character is questionable. Okay. Yes? I can see how a woman <laughs> might just get overly angry in a situation like this okay and do something like that i can see it um just feels petty to me it just feels really petty sure it's a little petty but like i'm looking at it from her perspective yeah she had it in her mind 
that, hey, he's doing this because he doesn't want to show me to everyone else Mm. because he's keeping me a secret, probably because he's cheating on me. That's what she's thinking, yeah? They're married, right? So she's not a secret. No, yeah, but if if he's not posting her... Yeah. You know, but the why, kid why is he is also keeping... involved, the stepson. Right, but we don't know how true that is either. Like we don't know if he's telling the truth when he, when he's telling her that. But she knows the stepson. I mean, yeah. like they live together. Yeah. So it sounds like the stepson just like I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't think I trust her. Really? I, yeah. I don't know. I think yes, yeah, she's she has a questionable personality and character, but um I I think she has an intuition. She might be cheating. Right. Yeah. I will say one of the comments, uh, and and just to say it, most mm. of the comments are on the side of like, girl, what's up with you? <laughs> like most of them are saying he is probably not cheating. Mm-hmm. One person said something really interesting about the turning off the lights. Okay. They were like, what if he feels insecure about himself? Oh. Like, sounds like you're really hot. You know you're really hot. He probably knows you're hot. Like, what if did he start this new job and maybe his appearance has changed and like he doesn't feel comfortable because for Mm. me like when someone turns off the lights it makes me think more that they don't want to be seen versus they don't want to see you that's a good point that's a good point but she also said that like his sexual libido has decreased well, starting a new job takes a lot out of you. That is true. That is true. But going with everything else that she's saying, yeah, I understand how she's taking this in a different way. Okay, you okay. Know? She's seeing all these different signs and she's like, oh my God, like I'm getting a feeling that he's yeah. cheating on me. He's not being faithful to me. Do you think that feeling is always right though? Because like, what if you're just really insecure, you're drawing uh-huh. on past uh-huh. traumas, mm-hmm. like... I've been with someone before Mm -hmm. who has accused me of cheating or Mm -hmm. talking to other people Mm -hmm. simply based on like their intuition Mm. when I absolutely wasn't. And it was like the whole, let me see your phone. Like, let me do this. And I was like, I mean, you can look at it, but I'm literally not talking to anyone. That's like, I'm just tired. (laughs) That's totally fair. I do want to separate a man's intuition from a woman's intuition. Okay. Um, so in relationships, the person who usually cheats is the man. That's, like, a fact. Is um, that a fact? Yeah, it's a fact. More more men cheat than women. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, when a woman has this intuition, she's usually right about it. Whereas when a man has intuition, it can be stemming from insecurity a lot of the times. Hmm. Yeah. That's how I see it. Okay. So, yeah, it could be that she's insecure. It could be. But... Like, also, they're married. Yeah. You know, it's not like she's just coming out of nowhere. She's like, oh, like, I just have this intuition with no signs at all Yeah, that he's cheating on me. No, things are changing, clearly. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, to be on her side for a second, like, Mm -hmm. the things that she's saying, right, that not posting her publicly, the turning off the lights, like, those are things that would give me pause as well, for sure. But Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would go to cheating. And I think for both of those situations, Mm. I would just talk to him. Mm. And the other thing where I'm kind of giving her the side eye is with the photos, right? Mm, mm -hmm. She talked to him. Mm. She said, hey, why aren't you posting me publicly? He gave his explanation. But then he said, you know what? You're right. And he posted her publicly. And after he did that, she took all the photos down, even to the point that other guys are hitting on her. Yeah. And she's still not posting their photos. 
So yeah. like he, like she told him what her problem was mm-hmm. and he corrected it, yeah. which is honestly like the biggest thing you can ask for is communication and then receptiveness to your yeah. communication. No, no, so, I like, agree. I agree. Yeah. That, that was an overreaction on her part. I completely agree with that. I just think that she has an intuition and she's dealing with it in a way that personally I wouldn't. Mm. But the intuition is still there. Okay. Because things are changing. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So I actually do have an edit for you. Okay. Um, so she's kind of responding to a lot of the comments, which, mm-hmm. like I said, aren't exactly in her favor. So she says, I was shocked by some of the comments assuming about the type of wife I am. So let's go. Social networks. I don't use them often, but my husband uses them every day. And no, I do not demand or ask for absolutely any demonstration or anything. On our wedding anniversary, he posted a photo in his stories because he wanted to, but close to his close friends, which I found strange. What is the point of using social media if you don't want anyone to see it? For me, it wouldn't make any difference, but it just was something I discovered and found strange. I deleted my photos with him because I didn't think I should do something he wasn't comfortable with. Mm. And clearly photos of us on social media bother him. But also because I expect reciprocity. It wasn't revenge, but I confess that I was upset by his attitude. Mm. Regarding OCD. Oh my God, I don't know if I translated it correctly, but I'm like Monica from Friends. I just really like everything clean and organized. And as for baths in my country, it is normal to take three baths a day. I'm Brazilian, and we are the people who take the most baths in the world. When I said three showers a day, it's an expression to say I'm clean, or I smell good, and I'm not repulsive. Because, yes, I was insecure, because I felt Mm. that his desire had decreased. So I wondered if there was something wrong with my body. Mm, Okay. As I said, I'm Brazilian, so I have Brazilian curves. I'm thin with a Brazilian ass. (laughs) In the U.S., my size would be like an extra, extra small. I don't give a shit about social media and I will never invade his privacy, but his attitude has been strange in the last month. I work in a home office. I take care of our house, our daughter, and my mother-in-law. I do a lot of tasks and try hard to have quality time with him. Mm. Our relationship has always had some problems. Like I do everything alone. He doesn't do any tasks at home and he hasn't even spent any time with our daughter. I do a lot not to worry him and to make his life easier but who cares about me? He has been telling little white lies, like the hidden money, which was an example I gave. Mm. But several small things, and that's why I decided to write here. Yeah, I mean, again, I have to say I'm kind of on her side on this. I know that her character is questionable, but um, yeah, she brings up some good points. There has been changes, yeah. and she's wondering what these changes are. She should probably communicate that to him, because yes. maybe, yeah, maybe he is just insecure, and maybe that's the main mm-hmm. issue. Yeah, I will mm-hmm. say the edit somehow made me like her less, and also be more on her side. <laughs> like yeah. the stuff about her curves yeah. was a little weird. I was like, girl, it's okay. Or like yeah. when she was saying that. Like, the social media stuff didn't bother me. Like, I'm like, yeah, it did, though. Like, yeah. it was revenge. It yeah. completely was, right? Yeah. Um, But at the same time, the stuff about how he doesn't help at all around the house and he doesn't spend time with his daughter, like, that, you know, that's a red flag on his end. So Definitely. I guess I think multiple things can be true. Yeah. Like, she can be questionable. 
he can be questionable and he could still not be cheating mm. or he could be. Mm-hmm. But I guess like one thing does not necessarily equal another. Yeah. Like the fact that he's eating lunch with his female colleagues mm-hmm. and he says like, oh, I had lunch with the girls. Mm-hmm. To me, is not inherently a red flag. Okay. But that's not to say that, like, he's husband of the year and she's terrible. I just think yeah. there's some stuff going on here. Oh, interesting. Well, okay, I want to hear what you think about this. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. let us know, because this is one of the few times that we're really disagreeing. We have fully opposite views on this. Yeah. I think. Um, well, spicy. So, yeah, we want to hear what your thoughts are. Yeah, let us know, please. <laughs> Send a comment or you can email us yeah. at bedbudspodcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send us uh, your thoughts. DM yeah. us on Instagram. We're open. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have a story for me? I definitely do. Let's get All to right, it. All right, let's see if we fight again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should take like boxing classes or something, no? Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Have you ever tried a martial art of any kind? No, you know what I did? I forgot what it was called, but it was kind of like a dance karate class that I took in NYC. Okay. Um, was I don't it know like why I said actually, NYC. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just NYC. NYC. <laughs> <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> you know, this class I took in the Big Apple. <laughs> don't know if you've heard of it. All right, too far. <laughs> too far. <laughs> That's cool, though. Dance yeah. karate. Was it actually like karate or like just? Bro, it was called something completely different. Like it's a legit Ka- form. Is it cap- capo- oh. capoeira? Probably pronouncing that wrong. Sorry maybe. if you're Brazilian. No, maybe it was that. All I remember is that one of the leaders of that group came up to me and was like, um, you've, you've, you've either done this before or you're a dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, mm, yeah, I'm a dancer. But it was cool. very like dance-like and karate at the same time. It was okay. really cool. I've been meaning to try, um, again, might pronounce this wrong, but Muay Thai. Oh my God, yeah. That's apparently one of the best self-defense techniques you can learn. Yeah, Mm. no, there's a girl who I take dance classes with Mm. who is like a professional stunt woman. Uh Um, And one day after class, we were talking about like the best self-defense classes or like fighting techniques to take because she, you know, knows all the different fighting techniques. Right, right. She recommended Muay Thai. Oh, dang. All right, all right, all right. So this next one is from Reddit, and it's coming from r slash M-I-B buttface. Ooh, okay. Not mm-hmm. asshole, but buttface. Yeah, buttface. Interesting, right? Okay, I did not know that All existed. Right. <laughs> okay. Am I the buttface for accusing my girlfriend of baby trapping me? <laughs> okay. I'm using a throwaway account because she is on here too. I just need to vent and mostly get an outside opinion. My girlfriend Kelly is 23, and I am 27. We've been together for about a year and a half. She's lovely, kind, smart, and compassionate, and overall, everything I've been looking for. I didn't have much experience with relationships or sex before I met her. She did. I've been on the fence with having children before I met her, and Kelly has always wanted children. She told me she wants one within the next few years, but not right now, as we are not stable enough financially. After time and falling more in love with her, my feelings on it changed, and I would love to have a family with her in the future, just not now. This might be TMI, so just a little warning. For the first year of our relationship, I always used condoms. Mm. Over the last six to seven months or so, we do not use them every time. Maybe like 50 to 60%. 
I pull out, and I've made sure to do it a long while before I actually finish. It just happened one day in the heat of the moment, and she didn't seem to have a problem with not using them either as long as I pulled out. This weekend, she comes over in a panic and tells me she's pregnant. I didn't know what to do, so I just stared at the test for a minute, and I asked her how this could have possibly happened, since the chances were so low. <laughs> the internet says there's an 8-10% to 10 chance. Not the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I told her that I'm highly doubtful that it was an accident, and she started sobbing. I haven't spoken to her since Friday, since we both need time to collect our thoughts. Part of me trusts her and believes that this might have been an accident, but the more I think about it, the fishier it seems. Although I might have given her mixed messages, when she gets drunk, she tells me she wants a baby. The next morning, she says that she's so embarrassed, and she was just in her feels. I have told her things such as, our baby would be so cute, and that I would love to do that with her. But I don't know if this was her plan all along before we were ready. To clarify, I have pulled out every time. Maybe I didn't convey that good, and I pull out while before I finish. We do not have sex without a condom every time. Half of the time at most, and only for a few months so far. Bruh. Bruh. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, listen. Our... I don't know if this is if these folks are based in the U.S., mm -hmm. but our sex education system is so flawed. <laughs> like, so bad. Oh, my God. And they're 23 and 27. Wait, who's 27? He, he is. He's 27. She's 23. And you're going to talk about the pullout method still? I, I just don't understand. Too old for that, my guy. Oh, my God. Not the pullout Yo, why method. Why am I seeing so many so many stories like this yeah like it works until it doesn't yeah yeah it exactly works until it, it works until it doesn't yeah literally. that's crazy also any literally any method of contraception can... <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping that in <laughs> sorry any method of contraception can fail mm -hmm. like this woman i know mm -hmm. right she has two kids okay both kids mm -hmm. were completely unplanned okay and she was on birth control mm -hmm. and they were using condoms. This woman is a medical doctor. She is fully aware of birth control oh and gosh. the proper ways to do things. Yeah. And twice she had an unplanned pregnancy. Twice? Twice. And then they got married and they started actively trying to have a baby and now <laughs> they're <Yeah>. unsuccessful. <laughs> Wait, so did she get abortions those two times no no they had the she, kids she had the kids yeah, yeah okay, she had the kids okay. so they're super happy her so, okay they have two kids. <laughs> i mean it worked out i guess yeah it worked like, out i just don't get it it's just bonkers like it, any any method of contraception can fail yeah which is terrifying to think about but like yeah, yeah, yeah. so this guy he's mm -hmm. literally thinking that she baby trapped him for what yeah what do you have that is so good to offer i'm sorry no exactly but like, Exactly. Like, his attitude on this is yeah. just so... I don't even... Like, what is the word to describe that? Yeah. He's, he's so into himself. Literally. Like, he's, he's so concerned about himself. He's not even thinking about the fact that she is the one who is pregnant. She is Poor the thing. one who's going to have to deal with it at the end of the day. She has to make the decision if she wants an abortion or if she wants to keep it regardless. Mm -hmm. It is her body that is going to have to suffer the effects or if she wants to keep it without him now after this yeah, attitude, no, honestly. Yeah, exactly. I think this would be a complete turnoff for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
Like, and I just feel so bad for her. Imagine you are terrified to find yeah. out that you're pregnant. Yeah. Especially at a younger age. Mm-hmm. And you're, have, you have all these thoughts going through your head. But then there's like the sliver of, you know what? Like, we've mentioned in passing that one yeah. day we want to have a family. Like, yeah. maybe this could work out. Maybe he's yeah. my person. Like, maybe he'll be supportive. Or at the very least, like, be nice to me. Exactly. And then you go to him and he's like, this was your plan all along. You exactly. baby trapped me. Sir, you are as responsible for having safe sex with me as I am. Mm-hmm. Like, it is also your responsibility. Why did, why did you stop wearing condoms? Yeah. That was on you. Yeah. Like, you were practicing a super unsafe, <laughs> unreliable method. Jeez, and then he's blaming her he's like putting all of the blame on her it takes two people to have sex yeah you know unprotected sex at that that's banana so, pants oh my gosh it's just it's just wild like if i was in her situation i would personally just never speak to him again i would probably get an abortion yeah. and like move on with my life yeah because she does not deserve this kind of like accusatory he's not situation. a reliable partner no i mean the second that there's a bump in the road mm-hmm. in your relationship and not a small bump but like a real bump yeah the kind of thing that you will probably encounter in your life yeah. as a couple who's together long term the second there's a bump in the road he's not like this is an unfortunate circumstance he said mm-hmm. why did you do this like exactly. you did this to me absolutely not yeah no yeah that's not a partner you want to no. have definitely not you want someone who's gonna who's gonna be calm and yeah. talk to you about the situation Oof. and see what a solution is instead of just blame you. That's my stomach. Did you hear that? No. Oh my god. I anyway, sorry, cut. I'm real hungry, y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope that picked up because that was juicy. <laughs> Actually, gastric juicy kind mm. of bad. <laughs> no, but damn. Did the yeah. comments roast him? I hope they roasted him. They fully roasted him. Good. I, um, I hope that she... Yeah. Is able to make whatever decision is best for her, yeah. and hopefully it does not involve him. Honestly, yeah, I I hope she leaves. Whether she wants to keep the baby or not, yeah, I hope she leaves. Yeah. Oof. Mm. All right. Well, I have some drama for you too. I'm so ready for this. Let's, well, let's do it. Do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we just took a quick food break. Yeah, we needed to fill our tummies. Yeah, my stomach was pretty loud. I still don't know if y'all heard that one, but it was good. Um, so I think we're going to go ahead and get started with the next story. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And speaking of food, actually, this was unplanned, um, but this is coming from r slash relationships okay. and it is seven years old. Mm-hmm. So it says my 38 year old female son, seven male has various food allergies and his friend's mom, 40s female doesn't take them seriously. Mm-hmm. My son, Simon, has a lot of food allergies that we discovered when he was very young. The main ones are gluten, eggs, cocoa or chocolate, citrus fruits, and shellfish. None of these allergies are deadly, but eating these foods makes him very sick. For example, gluten makes him dizzy, he vomits, and he gets headaches. Touching an orange will make his bare hands itch and swell. Despite these allergies, my son is very friendly, outgoing, and happy. And he is not a picky eater. He will eat pretty much anything he isn't allergic to. I know not everybody is used to dealing with these types of allergies, so I try to be very accommodating. I pack his school lunches and send a box of gluten-free brownies to the school every month or so in case a kid has a birthday and brings in a treat my son can't eat. 
I usually ask his friend's parents if they can sleep over at our house so they don't have to deal with his allergies. But if he does stay over another house, I pack him his own food and give the parents a list of things he can't have. I offer to give the parents of his friends bunches of bananas and bags of cut carrots for when Mm -hmm. he comes over. But most of them say it's no problem and they just keep a few in the house in case he comes. My son is very good at spotting whole foods he can and can't eat. Like, he knows he can have blueberries but can't have lemonade. But I still like to give a list in case the family bakes or cooks something with one of his off-limits foods in it. Every family so far has been very kind and accommodating. My son makes new friends all the time, and he recently became friends with a new boy at his school. Mm. They have become very close very quickly. They wanted to have a sleepover a few weeks ago, and I contacted the other mother and asked if Simon and his friend could stay at our house. Mm. I explained that it makes things easier because of the food allergies. The other mother said that she would not be okay with that because there is no man in my house. I'm divorced. And she wants her son safe. I live in a very safe, gated community, but I know some people are very protective over their kids. So I sent Simon over with a safe cookie for a snack and some cereal and almond milk for the morning. The next morning, the mother dropped them off and told me that she was very unhappy about Simon eating his own food. She said she thought he should bring enough for everyone. I told her outright that most kids who are used to eating regular cookies don't like gluten-free cookies because they taste different. And they're also very expensive, so I couldn't buy a whole box every weekend. But I said okay. The next weekend, Simon stayed over there again with a few boys for a little 4th of July party. I sent a whole bag of cookies, more cereal with almond milk, and a big bag of safe oatmeal with instructions. The oatmeal is just certified gluten-free oats with some brown sugar and nutritional powder, and you can add the almond milk and stir for maybe 5 minutes until it gets soft. I figured this way the mom can make the same oatmeal for everyone if she wanted to be fair, or she could use the cereal if she didn't want to cook. I picked Simon up the next day and he looked kind of sad. The mother kind of snidely told me she didn't appreciate having to cook for my son. I asked her what she meant and she talked about the oatmeal. Then her son came up and told me he didn't like the cookies much, but he really loved the oatmeal and he said thank you. I don't know where this kid is learning his good manners because it isn't his mother. In the car, Simon told me he was sad because the night before, the other mother had taken all of the boys on a surprise trip to McDonald's. He politely asked if he could stop at my house to get a sandwich that was safe for him to eat because we only live five minutes away. I guess his friend's mom snapped at him and said that he needed to man up or find something on the menu that he could eat. Simon was so embarrassed and he sat there and ate nothing while his friends ate burgers and fries. I am not okay with shaming my son or with language like man up. So I called the other mother and asked her about the situation. She basically told me that she thought I was making up Simon's allergies to make him seem special. And anyway, quote, it's not like he'll die from them. I was kind of shocked. So I said that I think Simon needs to stay home this weekend. Now I'm not sure what to do. As a background note, my husband and I divorced on good terms a few years back because we realized we wanted different things from life. My husband remarried and moved to a big city on the other side of the United States that is very diverse and has lots of restaurants and stores that cater to all kinds of people. My son visits his dad in the summer and never has a problem getting food there. How do I stand my ground with this mother without pushing too far? 
Am I expecting too much? Can my son still be friends with this boy? The fact that this mom was like, oh, it's not like he's going to die from it. That's literally what being allergic to something can do to you. Yeah. You can die from it. And allergies change over time. Like yeah. You could be throwing up from something with an allergic reaction one time and have your throat swell up the next time. Also, though, if you're so allergic that you're throwing mm. up from having it, like... Mm. That's still valid just because it didn't kill you. Like, you don't want to exactly eat something that's going to make you throw up either. Yeah, of course. Oh, my gosh. I've actually seen, like, multiple stories mm-hmm. where, for example, I think there was one. I don't remember exactly, but it was, like, a mother-in-law mm-hmm. who fed the baby peanut butter even though he was allergic to peanuts because she thought that she could, like, give him exposure therapy or whatever and it wouldn't actually be God. that bad. So, like, a lot of people, I feel like, don't actually take allergies that seriously. Which is really stupid. It's really stupid. It's like a biological thing. You can't control that. Or acting like you're being picky. Like, oh, really? You don't want to eat peanuts? Like, no, I I can't eat peanuts. Yeah, like, what if if this mom's kid had these allergies? She wouldn't be acting this way. She would be taking it more seriously. Or maybe she would be telling the kid to man up. Oh, you know what? There's also that, yeah. Also, I don't know who needs to hear this. Do not tell a seven-year-old to man up. Don't tell anyone to man up. Honestly, that kind of language is super toxic. But like a seven-year-old who can't eat something without throwing up? They probably don't even understand what that means. No. Man up because he can't get a burger from McDonald's? That's so mean. That's so crazy. And it's just further isolating that specific kid from yeah. all of the other kids. No, Like, when these other kids are looking at a parent figure talking this way to a child, they are going to automatically think that, oh, this kid doesn't belong with us. Oh, yeah. And you know? then they're going to be at school, like, mm-hmm. when Simon is eating his special sandwiches. Yeah. What are the odds that one of those kids said to him... Oh, haha, Simon, why don't you man up and eat what the rest of us are eating? Yep. Which maybe they would have never thought that on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. I know. That's really sad. And he he literally said, like, can I go? He didn't ask the woman to buy him something. Yeah. He didn't say, like, can we go to this restaurant instead? He was yeah. like, oh, can I just go to my mom's house really quick and get a special sandwich? I know. Like, how would that have inconvenienced you at all? It's so sad. And honestly, it's just so dangerous. Yeah. It's so dangerous being a child in that position. And I'm, yeah. I'm glad that the mom stepped up and was like, okay, no more. You know, we're not yeah. going to let you hang out with this family anymore. I'm also glad yeah. that the kid, like, stuck to it and mm-hmm. didn't get pressured into eating a burger. Yeah, a seven-year-old? That's yeah. pretty strong for a seven-year-old. Yeah. I also feel like the mom is trying so hard, mm-hmm. truly, to be accommodating. Like, mm-hmm. the first moment when the other mother said, oh, well, why don't you buy special cookies for everyone? Ooh. Nobody wants to eat Simon's gluten-free cookies. Yeah. Let Simon have his one gluten-free cookie. He's going to yeah. be okay. But then she actively buys an entire box mm-hmm. of gluten-free oatmeal for everyone, and she's like, ugh. Now I have to cook for him. What were you making for the other kids for breakfast? Exactly. Like, I'm assuming you were making, like, eggs for them or something. Yeah. Were you just, like, giving them a piece of bread and calling it a day? Like, <laughs> I'm sure you had to cook for all of them, right? You just put some water in uh, it and heat it up. Like, it's not cooking. It's, like, the most basic thing. And she gets I mean, granted, I can't do it, but... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, though, of the question, like, can my son still be friends with this boy? 
Because the boy didn't do anything wrong. I know. And she even mentions that. She even says that um, the kid has, like, great manners. Yeah. And was so good. That's that's really sad. But honestly, his his safety comes before yeah. anything. Um, yeah. He's not safe in that household. He's not safe with this other mother. I mean, God forbid something happens where mm-hmm. she feeds him something that he's actually allergic to. And, like, he has a serious reaction to it. Yes. I honestly wouldn't trust her to not slip him something. Yeah. Like that peanut butter thing. Yeah. The way she's speaking to yeah. him. Just to and try about it. Him. Yeah. yeah. And see, like, oh, maybe it's all in his head. Yeah. 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 But I feel really bad for Simon because I, I don't know how you would handle that as a seven-year-old, like, being told mm. oh, you can't go to your friend's house. Yeah. Especially if, like, all of your, like, your whole friend group is going to his house. You know what? I think, I think she should advocate for him to come over to their well, house he can't come over because she doesn't have a man in the house oh yeah i forgot about that part <laughs> that is crazy like what the hell what a thing Just to say judgmental off the bat where do they live that's what i would like to know you know usually it's the opposite way around mm. people don't want to send their kids to a home with men interesting you know? yeah i think you're right yeah. actually i mean that was with my mom when i was younger she didn't want to send me anywhere because of fathers and brothers really yeah wow yeah huh i think for my parents it was like they felt more safe knowing that there were more people in the house not necessarily Uh a a man like there didn't Mm. have to be a man in the house but if they would ask where i was going and i said i would going to blah blah blah's house Mm -hmm. they'd say who's gonna be there Mm. who lives there and Mm. i'd say oh mom dad grandma brother sister and they were like perfect tons of people Okay. okay like you won't be the first one picked off (laughs) was <laughs> it like a zombie apocalypse or something? um but yeah I, it's just really tough because you don't want to alienate your own kid yeah anymore or mm-hmm. make him feel like he did something to deserve this yeah you don't want to make the other kid feel bad and also i would just like to say this other mother is really messing up her own kid by yeah. doing this because I'm sure Simon is not the only kid who's experienced something like this. Maybe the allergy thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure she's judging other people's kids. And I'm sure eventually there are going to be other parents who say, you know what? You can't go over to Timmy's house anymore. Yeah. And Timmy is the one who's going to have to pay the price of that. Yeah. It is unfortunate that that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And the kid is so good. Yeah, I don't even know. know where he gets it from. He's just so good. It's like, thanks for the oatmeal, miss. Yeah, like, how cute. <laughs> that made me sad. Sorry. <laughs> well, sorry. let me see if the next one is going to pick us up a bit. Okay, okay. All right, so this next one is from Reddit, and it's coming from r slash am I the asshole. Am I the asshole for causing my girlfriend and her best friend of 10 years to split up on her birthday? I, male 21, have been dating my girlfriend, female 21 for about a month at the time of the event, Mm. but we've been close friends for a year beforehand. For my girlfriend's birthday, she was throwing a little party. She invited her best friend, female 20, who we'll call Eve, to come down earlier so they could hang out before the party, since they haven't seen each other in two years because they go to different universities. They invited me to come eat lunch with them to meet Eve in person. Before lunch, I invited my girlfriend and Eve over, and I have a wall where I have taped a lot of Pokemon cards to it. I called it my Pokemon wall, and she took a picture of it and laughed and sent it to her boyfriend, because he loves Pokemon too. The lunch went well, and I am being my normal self, which is very ostentatious and blunt. However, I made the fatal mistake of asking Eve what her major is, 
And she replied back, psychology. And I have a very negative opinion about psychology. All I said was, eh, psychology, that's a fake science. And my girlfriend said, yeah, he doesn't like psychology. Nothing more, nothing less. Later that evening was the party, and Eve wasn't there. Supposedly, she didn't want to come, and just wanted to go back home. The next morning, my girlfriend called me asking if I could come over, and she showed me Eve's finsta. On Eve's finsta, she had posted two posts and three stories dogging on me, saying how dare I be a misogynist and try to control her life by saying psychology is a fake science, that all I am is a toxic man, that I talk weird and need to learn how to talk properly. Um, and in parentheses, it says, I have a speech impediment and an accent. The Pokemon wall was ugly, and that biology, my major, is a fake science since everything in biology is theories. All of her friends commenting that I am some evil man. I wanted to fire back, but didn't because I did not want to damage my girlfriend's relationship with Eve. Plus, I did not want to feed her a narrative that I am a misogynist. Therefore, I pushed it to the side and forgot about it. About a week later, my girlfriend received paragraph text from Eve stating how she still hates me and is now mad at my girlfriend for taking my side and not reprimanding me. She was saying how I was rude and laughed at her at lunch, along with more jabs at me on a personal level. And Eve said that I only said psychology was fake to start a debate, which isn't true at all. Although I did debate all throughout high school. <laughs> my girlfriend replied back saying she didn't like how Eve posted about me on social media for all their friends to see. Eve replied saying how she's disappointed in my girlfriend, more mean things about me, and that she is pissed off. About a few days ago, Eve blocked my girlfriend on her Finsta and lost her streak on Snapchat. It's obvious that she is still mad at me for my opinions, and now posting trash posts about my girlfriend on her Finsta. Am I the asshole for being blunt and causing all of this, or is all of this petty drama? Ooh. My goodness. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, no, I don't think you're the asshole, but I just don't understand mm. this girl. So, yeah, like, I felt the same way when I first read it. Okay. And then I scrolled down to some of the comments. Ooh. Yeah. So Okay, so I'm going to read one of the comments. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So this one says, that's just code for being an unmitigated asshole. Not everything is a debate. How many more friends are you willing to lose before you wise up and see that the problem is you? Okay, so you don't believe in psychology. Why belittle it by calling it a junk science? Psychology is recognized as a social science and is included on the National Science Foundation's roster of recognized STEM disciplines. You couldn't ask Eve about her classes or what drew her to the subject. You couldn't ask if she had a minor. You just went in and attacked her area of study. First introduction, now you pull this. Eve's reaction does seem a bit scorched earth. However, we weren't there, so we just have to take your word for it. You cost your girlfriend a friend. How long until you cost yourself a girlfriend? I mean, so yes. Mm -hmm. There's no reason at all for mm -hmm. him to have said psychology is a junk science. Like, yeah. that's really annoying. Yeah. If someone had done that to me, like, mm -hmm. I would have definitely felt icky. Yeah. I, for sure hate when specifically men but honestly mm -hmm. anyone yeah. like belittles something that you like or care about you know like don't yuck my yum I think that's really dumb I agree um but if if we assume that he is being a reliable narrator yeah and it sounds like at least what he's from what he's saying like his girlfriend also thinks that this doesn't make any sense so I'm gonna take his word for it mm -hmm. I think that if he only said 
oh, huh, psychology is a junk science and then didn't say anything else. Yeah. This is all way too far. Yeah. If he like kept going and there's a whole debate that we're missing here where he right. was like, oh, psychology is a junk, junk science yeah. and like blah, blah, blah. And women in STEM, like women shouldn't be in STEM because their brains are smaller, like whatever yeah, the yeah, fuck, yeah. you know, then I think like absolutely go scorched earth on him. But even still. Mm hmm. Even still, actually, even if he was terrible to you, mm -hmm. this is your best friend of yeah. I don't know how many years. Like, this is a conversation that you have with her mm -hmm. and not something that you post for her whole friend group to see. Yeah, that's that's really a lot. Like, she should have just dealt with it directly with him. Yeah. First and foremost, you know, yeah. without doing all of this extra stuff. I think that's really immature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With him and, and yeah, with the girlfriend, like, mm -hmm. been, pulled her aside and been like, hey, Sally, like, you know, I really feel like your boyfriend is coming at me in a weird way and yeah. I don't appreciate it if you're going to say anything at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't go on Finsta and do that. Especially, she knows that the girlfriend follows her on Finsta. Like, you're aware exactly. of who follows you. It's such an odd thing to do. Yeah, that was definitely intentional. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. Also, I would just like to add that biology is not a junk science. Like, neither is psychology. Yeah. But to say that biology is a junk science because it's all theories. Like, they're not all theories. A lot of it is fact. So. Well, they, well, like, because in science, like, a theory is yeah. a fact. Like, the theory of evolution. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that it's not. It's, like, backed theories. Yeah. <laughs> they have evidence behind them. Yeah, that's not why it's called a theory. That's yeah. so funny. Oh, my goodness. She's, yeah, she's... She's definitely doing too much. Um, and you know, like sometimes we just say things, it just rolls mm. off our tongue and yeah. we don't mean it in a negative way, Yeah. but it comes off to the other person in a negative way. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like that was the situation here. I'm sure if he knew, he would never have said that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't think like, it, it does sound like he's being very level-headed in his response to all this after the fact. Yeah. Should he have held his tongue and never said that? A hundred percent. Yeah. That commenter is totally right about yeah. like, you could even if you don't think it's interesting or cool like you do want to play nice like you do want your girlfriend's best friend to like you right so yeah ask her questions or exactly. change the subject yeah um but i do think after the fact like he was being pretty rational i mean he wasn't reaching out to the girlfriend's friend he was actively thinking about their friendship and how it was important to him he's clearly mm -hmm. regretful mm -hmm. of the fact that he had a part to play yeah. in the dissolution of their friendship. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think Eve is just kind of going way too far. Yeah, she did. And sometimes you just have to accept an apology and move on. Yeah. Especially if it's genuine. Also, I wonder what her boyfriend thinks about the fact that she says that the Pokemon wall is ugly. Right. Do you right? think that her boyfriend actually likes Pokemon? Or do you think she was taking a picture of the wall? To make fun of him and send it to a group chat. And then she explained it by saying, you know my what? boyfriend also likes Pokemon. I think you're so right. That was like my first thought as well. I don't think she actually... I think she's just a mean girl. She's just she's just nasty. She just wanted drama. Yeah, I think she's just a bit and of she a mean got it. girl. Yeah. She did. She did get it at the cost of her best friend. Yeah. Who I guess didn't matter that much to her. No, clearly not. Like She ended that Ooh. friendship like it was nothing, so... That's what you get for not liking Pokemon, honestly. Bad taste. Pikachu? I said it's literally it. the only Pokemon I know. Uh, water? <laughs> just water? Never mind. What about it? Like the platypus? <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, there's a platypus. 
No. Squirtle? No, the platypus. There's no, no platypus? No. All right, whatever. Um, Is there a platypus? Am I fake? Yeah, I think there's a... Am I thinking of Phineas and Ferb? Yes, Perry the platypus. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oops, oops, oops. I'm a huge Pokemon fan. <laughs> I don't know if I've told you this before. No, you haven't. But I'm I like, know that about you. I am not a gamer in any sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Like, truly, I do not play any video games at all, mm-hmm. except for Pokemon. Like, mm. when a new Pokemon game drops, yeah. since I was in fourth grade, when a new Pokemon game drops, I drop everything. Is the first thing I do. I buy it immediately. Uh-huh. I play it through. I'm like, don't speak to me for three days. And I'm up 24 hours. Yo, she also does this with books. Yeah. I just... It's wild. The ADHD is ADHDing. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't put something down when I get obsessed with it. It goes from 12 p.m. to like 3 a.m. Yeah. Just to read a book and yeah, finish you gotta it. gotta finish it. I need to know what happens next, but... No, yeah. dude, Pokemon has, like, captivated me forever. I love it so much. Wow. I love those little pocket monsters. Um, if somebody laughed at my Pokemon card collection, I'd be very upset. You know what? At least you have one. I always wanted one. Yeah? Yeah. I can get you started. Yeah? I can buy you a pack. I don't know if I'm interested in that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> don't yuck my yum, dude. No. I, it's good for you. It's great for you. You are very Pokemon. Um... Was that an insult? No. Was that a veiled insult? No. <laughs> not at all. You're like, I don't love that for me, but I love that for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're very different peoples. <laughs> I'm more of like the cool collected, like. Oh. <laughs> I'm just a little nerdy. <laughs> nerdy Pokemon girl. Nerdy buggy girl. Cool, 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 cool. Thanks, thanks, thanks. You know what? It's okay. I accept that about me. I'm the biggest nerd I know, and I'm yeah, okay with it. You are, and I love that about you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you're you. welcome. I love your judgmental quality. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. All right. <laughs> um, well, All right. I've got one for you. Oh yeah. I like how Thank we you. always act surprised. I know. Like, like we're we not know aware what's happening. that we trade off. Yeah. Like she did one, I do one. That's we're what... we're just you. Know, it's just our vibe. Like we, we like to forget. <laughs> Being really confused. Yeah. 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 So it's my turn if you haven't caught on yet. And next it will be her turn. <laughs> and we're still going to act like we have no idea. Yeah. yeah. It keeps it exciting. All right. All right. Let's go. So this one is coming from r slash relationships and it was posted eight years ago. Mm. Me, 25 female with my friend slash fellow PhD program student, 26 male. Paid him to cat sit for two weeks and he ate all my expensive food, literally $250 to $350 worth of food. I feel ridiculous posting this and partially think it's my fault, but here we go. I was away for two weeks. One week was spring break, one week for a conference overseas, and had someone from my program who was staying over break cat sit at my place. I paid him $20 per visit and told him to visit once every two days, which was pretty fair, I thought. I'm not super close to this guy, but we were casual friends. Mm -hmm. I told him that if he wanted to hang out at my place and do homework, that's fine. And I told him that he could treat it like it was his place as long as he didn't go into my bedroom. And that he could use my food, cook, etc. My thought was, he lives like a 20-minute drive away. I may as well make it worth his time. 
Plus, he's constantly complaining about his neighbors downstairs in his apartment, who is always playing war video games and the landlord won't do anything about it. I got back. Cat is alive. But when the next day I went to make dinner, holy shit, the freezer is fucking cleaned out. (laughs) To explain, I was raised in a family that tended to buy bulk when there were deals and freeze for a later date. And I have a taste for luxury. So when I left, I had half a dozen T-bone steaks individually packed, a lamb leg, a frozen duck, two bags of those giant crab legs, a frozen filet of wild-caught salmon. And in the fridge, I had two unopened gourmet cheeses that my sister had sent me specially for my birthday that I know was expensive as fuck. Mm. I also had on the counter two bottles of wine that cost $30 a piece. This food is very special to me, and I eat from it maybe twice a month as a morale booster. I'm trying to do mental math, but the steaks were probably 60 to $70, the lamb $15, the duck more than 10 the crab legs $18 a piece, and the salmon maybe $25. And I know the cheeses were at least $50, plus the wine. Also, it's not as huge a deal, but also a half a bag of pistachios are gone. It's like this guy literally went through my stuff, determined what was the most expensive, and ate it. There's still a pack of bacon unopened in my fridge. How do I handle this? Am I at fault here for suggesting he could eat stuff? Is he at fault for really, really taking advantage of my offer? What should I do? This dude did not just eat this stuff. He took it home. Yeah. All right. He went grocery shopping in this person's fridge. Like, he said, lamb. It's mine. Crab. Mine, 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 mine. Why should I have to go to the grocery store when it's like all right here? Oh, my gosh. Do you think that the person, the, the, the OP, mm-hmm. is at all at fault like do you think she could have been clearer i mean like legally yeah or what uh yeah i mean legally not morally i think (sighs) legally i don't know i don't know she she said that you could eat whatever you want so technically if he says like oh yeah like i just ate what was in the freezer yeah because it's like right if someone asked me to cat sit and they said help yourself to whatever i have yeah I'm taking a granola bar, right? Yeah. I'm taking maybe like a LaCroix from the fridge. Yeah. You've got one unopened. I'm not taking your wine. Maybe yeah. I'll grab a bottle of beer if we're talking like two weeks and you said like I can kick back and watch TV. Like, okay, yeah. I'll take a bottle of beer. Sure. I think it's because we have consciences. Yeah. But I'm like at most basic I would take decency. That, yeah. You know, especially like if the pay was mm-hmm. like low and mm-hmm. I am aware that we're both aware that you're essentially factoring this into my pay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like a lamb? Steak? The salmon? Seven Crab steaks? <laughs> We're just listing food. <laughs> Bro, like there's no way he takes the crab legs out and he's just like cooking that no. in her home. You he took it home. People, well, people were debating the theories, right? Some people said yeah. he took it home and it's in his freezer now. Yeah. A couple of people said maybe he had friends over. Oh yeah, like he, that's he had even a worse. Feast. It's worse. Like I feel okay. I feel like she would have mentioned a mess or some mm. kind of something was off, you yeah. know, in the in her apartment. If so, he did invite more people over, yeah. Because to me, like if he's inviting multiple people over, I'm also thinking that he's not going to be cleaning mm. everything as well as it should be cleaned. 
Yeah, that's fair. That's just an assumption that I'm making. Yeah. Um, especially if he's bold enough to take all of her food, right? Uh-huh. Like that's the other thing. Sorry, if you're cat sitting or whatever at someone's house, mm-hmm. and they say take the food, like yeah. even if you're gonna take a lot of food, take the perishables, right? If they're gonna be yeah. gone for two weeks, yeah, eat all their fruit. Fine. Yeah. Like maybe they even expect you to do that, right? Because it's literally gonna get moldy. Yeah. You don't touch what's in the freezer. Yeah. You don't take so that. That's what they're saving. That's so weird. You don't open a wheel of cheese. Like what? So odd. My goodness. Yeah. Someone else said maybe he was just living there for the whole two weeks and she should check oh. her water and power bill. Oh. Which honestly, maybe. I bet he was living there. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to drive 20 minutes every two days? <clears throat> Especially if you hate your neighbors. I bet you he was living there. You know what? Yeah. Steak for breakfast, crab for that, lunch, salmon for dinner. That seems about right. That would make sense now. No, no, no. That he was able to eat all of that yeah. while he was there. Some wine. It sounds, it sounds like he had a great time. Dude, like, she said she... <laughs> he definitely did. But she said that she didn't know him that well. They were, like, casual friends. Yeah. Why would you allow a casual friend in your home when you aren't there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone said, I think you learned an expensive lesson on this yeah. one, right? When my house sitters come over, I welcome them to anything and I mean it. While he was inconsiderate, some people are, and you did tell him to help yourself, basically. So he did. Yeah. So some people are saying kind of like, like you reap what you sow, you know, yeah. like you don't even know this guy that well. You had him over and you said yeah. he could help himself to anything. I will also say, mm-hmm. okay, dude, I'm not defending this guy. Like, absolutely no. Like, this yeah. guy totally took advantage of her. Yeah. But I think that she could have set clearer boundaries. Like, it's one thing to say, you can have some of my food, yeah. right? But, like, you should say what he can and can't have. Say, right. help yourself to anything in the fridge. Maybe just, like, don't open the freezer. And there's a couple of items, like cheese and wine, that I'm saving for a special occasion. Or yeah. don't tell him that he can cook. Because for me, that's where she really mm. went wrong. Because if you say that I can eat any of your food and cook, that might, not for me, but that might make the freezer now not be off limits. Right, right. I get what you're saying. You know? I get what you're saying. I still think he's wrong for it. He's, he's most definitely wrong for it, but she's the one letting someone into her home. Yeah. She should have done more due diligence in that. Yeah. Also, I think if you're letting a casual friend into your home to take care of your cat and everything else, yeah. you should probably get a camera. Probably, you should yeah. get a camera. And, and again, telling him he can, like, do his homework. Like, she's really just opening herself, yeah. her, her, her home up to him. Yeah. So really. maybe in his mind, he was like, oh, yeah, like, I can treat this like my own home. She literally said, treat it like your own home. Oh, she, she oh, said that. So it's okay. I'm kind of like... Again, no normal person would do that. Like, right. even if you tell me to treat it like my own home, I'm still, like, going to be very polite and respectful. Yeah. But you shouldn't have said that. Like, that's a bridge too far for someone you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and some of the comments were, like, on the other end of it and saying, you know, file a police report, right? Mm-hmm. Try to get your stuff back. Like, send him a Venmo request. Well, this yeah. was eight years ago. I think they were saying, like, send him a check. <laughs> <laughs> Send him a check. Ask him to write you a Eight personal years ago. check for everything that he owes you. But 
Yeah. I don't know if she can do that. Like, I don't think she has any ground to stand on legally either. Uh, she just has to let this one go. She has to yeah. take it as a lesson and move on with her life. Oof. And, like, never talk to that person again. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Well, do you have a story for me? I don't know. Do I? Do I? I don't know. You might. I think. Is that how this works? I... Yeah, it might. It oh, might. Sweet. Yeah. Do you want to try? Yeah, let's go for yeah, it. Yeah, let's give me what you got. <laughs> All right. So this next one is from Reddit, and it's coming from r slash love. Being the person watching your partner fall out of love is traumatizing. Oh. My boyfriend and I broke up today. He said he was falling out of love with me, and he doesn't think he'll ever be in the same mental state to love me again. I asked if he was willing to go to couples therapy, or therapy in general. He doesn't think anything will help. To be honest, there were signs. He became distant. We would still have good chats, but he would rarely initiate any physical intimacy. He would rarely initiate sex either. He told me at one point he was trying to avoid me. It hurts. It hurts being the person who still has so much love to work and fight for the relationship, but not getting any of that back. It hurts not being able to grow old with him, to grow with him, to face any challenges with him. It hurts watching him pull away, and me playing it off as tiredness. I hate feeling this way. It feels like a rug was pulled under me. It's hard to fight back the tears. That's so sad. Mm. There's nothing you can do about that Mm. either, honestly. Yeah. That's so scary, like, to anybody who is in a relationship. Like, I feel like that's your biggest fear, right? Like, what if they just wake up one morning and decide that they don't love me anymore? Yeah. I think it's the risk you take with love because it's such a big and vulnerable thing. Yeah. Not every person you love is going to be there forever. Mm. Not every person who loves you is going to love you forever. And that is just the truth of it. But there will be people who will love you forever. Yeah. And you have to find that. In order to find that, you have to let go of the ones that just aren't there and they're not going to be there. But what do you do, like, if nothing was wrong? Like, if, like, the relationship was literally good, like, you respected each other, like, it was perfect. How do you even get over that? You know when you just have, like, a feeling? Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but I've personally dated people where everything was fine. Mm -hmm. You know, they were everything I was looking for. All the boxes were checked. Mm -hmm. But something was missing, right? And it's like... I couldn't put a finger on it, but I knew that it just wasn't it. Yeah. Yeah, I've dated. I've done that. Yeah. I've had that before. I've dated yeah. someone where it was just like, literally, it was like I wanted mm-hmm. to want to be with him mm-hmm. and just something was missing. Yeah. But I think this is different. Like with that person, I mean, I didn't let it go past a certain point. Like we dated for yeah. a very short yeah. time, mm-hmm. relatively speaking. But what do you do when you you were like... There was love. There was mutual mm. love and just out of the blue, one person just starts to pull away. Like, yeah. how do you recover from that? I feel like maybe this is just, like, immature of me, mm. honestly, but I feel like I need a villain. Mm. Like, I need, even if the villain is not the person, like, even if my ex is not the villain, Yeah, I need something to be able to point to and say, like, this is what went wrong. Whether you did it or I did it or it was circumstance, but like I can't move on without that. Like I would always be wondering, like, what if we had made it work? 
you know? Yeah, because it's so hard to accept that nothing changed. Yeah. And someone just lost feelings. We were we were good. We communicated. We loved yeah. each other. We were fine. We were on the road to a future. And mm-hmm. then you just stopped loving me. How am I supposed to recover from that? Yeah, I, I don't know if people really do. And honestly, okay, so this is my very personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, you can totally feel free to disagree with it. I don't think someone who really fell in love with you can ever fall out of love with you mm-hmm. unless there was a, an actual reason. You know, unless that other person changed or they changed in a different direction. If it stayed essentially the same, you still had the same conversations and you were, the vibes were still the same, but you fell out of love. That to me is like kind of inauthentic. I feel like the person who fell out of love maybe loved them and cared for them, but never was really in love mm. with them. Yeah. I have heard of couples, though, where one falls out of love with the other, and I think mm-hmm. that they genuinely were in love, but maybe it was, mm. like, something completely external outside of the relationship. Like, mm. I don't know, one partner gets a new job and literally yeah. just spends more time at work and starts to have different stressors and different priorities. Mm. And maybe just they literally just organically start to spend less time together mm. And then they just realize that they don't miss them as much. Mm. Gosh, as I'm saying all of this, I'm like, that would gut me. That would break no, me that into would pieces. Be awful. And the thing is like, <laughs> like, uh, especially cause you're engaged. Like, yeah. I feel like it hits you differently. It's just, I think it's just anyone. Like for me, my biggest fear is yeah. not being cheated on. My biggest fear is genuinely right. my partner just waking up and not being in love with me. Like what? Uh, it just, it literally would be soul crushing. That would be, it would absolutely be awful. And like, Maybe it's naive of me to say this, but, like, I don't think external factors should play a role. Yeah. If you really, if you're really, really in love with someone, like, they're your person. Yeah. I don't think external factors should play a role in it. Yeah, it might be an obstacle, but if you really love them... You wouldn't fall out of love with them. You would fight for it and you would make it work. And I know, I know that could be like taken as a naive perspective or like a privileged perspective. I don't know. But uh, that's just how I feel. I don't know. Maybe it's like the hopeless romantic in me. (laughs) Well, so that's kind of my next question is like, Mm -hmm. do you think that that can be fixed? (laughs) I'm like, I can fix him. But like, like. If it's an external factor, like let's use the example I mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Someone has a new job, has a lot of stressors, just mm-hmm. realizes that they're not missing you anymore. Uh, Do you think, and, and they genuinely were in love with you, right? Okay, okay. Do you think that that's something you can work on? Like, do you think that you can say like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not feeling the spark that I felt with you, but mm-hmm. like, you're important to me. I loved you and I want us to get back there. Like I did envision a future with you. Let's go to therapy. Let's go on dates. Yeah. Let's spend time together again to get to where we were. If that kind of mindset and action is coming from the person who is falling out of love, yeah. then yes, I think it can be fixed. But if it's coming from the other person who's like seeing their partner fall out of love and they're like, wait, no, like, come back. Yeah. Like, let's go to therapy. Let's try to spend more time together, blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's going to work in that way because it has to come from the other person in order to truly fix that and rebuild it that's so true yeah so okay there's like a little update okay 
So she says, thank you for your support and kind comments. I've read through all your responses and I'm glad to see I'm not the only one going through this. I never expected us to go through this journey from strangers to lovers to strangers again. He says he doesn't see a future with me and I still don't understand how this suddenly happened. I wish I could say I hate him, but I don't. I love him and I want him to be happy. Despite all of this, he still deserves the world. I just wish I could be a part of his happiness because I would have done anything to stand by him. And hold on, I actually do have a comment okay. I forgot to read, which I think kind of touches on what I said a little bit. Yeah. This comment says, OP, the right person is the person who will love you back, whose feelings are not changeable like the weather. You are hurting because you loved, you cared, and your big heart is hurting. Be kind to yourself. Try not to do what I did and keep your mind lost in the past. That part has already been written. It's history. Save your energy and the goodness in your heart to take care of yourself and recuperate from the shock. It's traumatic what you are going through. And when you heal, and you will, you will be able to look on this experience with wise eyes and open your heart to someone who will be able to be more responsible with it and cradle it gently with both hands. Oh my god, a creative writer. I know, and it's like so, <laughs> it's so sweet, and it's also so true. I think, yeah. I think the person that you're supposed to be with, the person who's really really gonna love you will never fall out of love with you it just i i truly believe that it won't happen yeah i mean that i hope that that's the reality i do too yeah <laughs> trying to assuage my fears a little bit here it's so scary yeah yeah it is for sure <laughs> ah, anyways <laughs> all right well i think i'm gonna just bring us home yeah now. With one last story. Um, it's just a short and sweet, mm-hmm. uh, really funny one that okay. made me actually laugh out loud today. I, I'm ready for it. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, so yeah, this was also posted today. And it's coming from r slash true off my chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looks like you can't actually die of embarrassment. Wonderful. I was texting with my brother and he said something stupid. So I did the appropriate thing and replied with two voice messages, each consisting of a very nasty fart. Hilarious. I know. (laughs) Iconic. (laughs) I went on with my day and was wondering why I didn't receive a reply. Actually, I received no messages at all which was suspicious because I've been exchanging salacious prose with a very tempting young man. You know where this is going. I went back to check the Messenger app, and to no one's surprise, I did in fact not send my farts to my brother, but to Mr. Sexy. I was left on red. I want to dissolve. I'm not usually a ghost, however, I feel like this situation is what ghosting is actually for. Yo. Oh, oh, okay. What she needs to do is just delete her profile. Every profile she has on Dissolve. social media, d- just delete it all. Just into <laughs> Become the, a ghost. Into the bushes, into the it's earth. Time to be a ghost. Oh my God. <laughs> and change your hair color, change your eye color, change your skin color, Witness change protection. <laughs> Witness protection. Okay, not to blame the victim here. <laughs> But girl, how are you going to send a fart and not check who you're sending yeah. it to? Like, that is not innocuous. No. A whole fart? No. So the wrong two. person? Two. <laughs> <laughs> two whole farts. <laughs> oh, now I'm processing. <laughs> Yo. 
she like she took one video of it, sent it, yeah, and she was like, more. <laughs> and she didn't check. She still didn't check. You're telling me after two whole farts, you're not gonna check who you sent it to? Oh my oh, god, this poor babe, thing. No. You know what? The right person <laughs> would have replied and embraced your farts. Would you have replied? Be honest. <laughs> if I was in love, yeah. But like, you're just starting to talk to someone. Oh. Like you are very recently. Probably not. And you really like them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. And a lot of the comments say this, right? <laughs> <laughs> someone says, I say own it. Tell him, oops, I was joking around with my brother and sent this to you by mistake. You don't have anything to lose, and it's better that you're not lying. If he responds well, great. It means he has a sense of humor and or appreciates yours and or genuinely likes you for the real you. These are the kind of stories old Mary folks tell when they go out to dinner with family. If not, well, it's not going to get any worse, probably. Probably. Honestly, I, at that point, I would own it. At that point, like, I wouldn't ghost. I would probably say, yeah, hey, these were for my brother. We hate each other, and we like to joke around and send each other farts. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Bro, I would just ghost. No. (laughs) I'm not dealing with that. Okay, the fact that he saw it, he read it, and didn't try to clarify, like. No, but that's the thing. Like, if it happened to me, like, if, if that happened to me, right? Yeah. They farted messages to me. Yeah. <laughs> Should not be used that way. If they sent me fart messages and they yeah. said nothing, it was just a fart. Yeah. I would say nothing. I would ghost them. Oh, okay. If okay, they okay. sent me fart messages and then followed it with, I am so sorry that was for my sibling. Okay. I would laugh. Okay. And I'd be like, okay, that's pretty funny. Like, okay. that's embarrassing. Now we're like, like, I can't do anything. I can never embarrass myself in front of you now. You okay, know? you know what? That's That's fair. I get your point. Like, instant comfort, comfort level. Yes. You're right. You know? I get your point. Um, someone else says, just send one more text that says, the ball is now in your court. Oh, no. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> send you a fart, and they just say, your move. <laughs> How seductive. Top that. <laughs> And if he does, you're meant to be. Meant to be, dude. One more person says, Mm -hmm. text that dude back and tell him you were using a fart app to send the funny ones to your brother, but accidentally sent them to him instead. 40 chess right there. That is so smart. Is that a thing? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Have you ever asked Alexa to fart? No. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, of course you would. I mean, I don't know why I even asked that question. I knew you would have done that. Again with the (laughs) judgment. Oh, my God. Please comment if you have ever asked Alexa to fart. She has multiple. She's got, like, 21 farts. Oh, they're different. Yeah, like, she'll do one, and she'll be like, that was a dad fart. Would you like to hear a disgruntled grandma fart? And you're like, yeah, Alexa, and she does it, and she's like, that was a disgruntled grandma fart. Would you like to hear an irritated cow fart? And then she does it. Wow. Yeah, she's got a lot. Technically, my brother asked her. She's multifaceted. But I, I did laugh.
and just like, oh gosh, you really, like you've been on a date with someone, you just really think the relationship is going well and then they just rip yeah. one for you. You know, I think, <laughs> I think God, the universe, whatever you want to believe in has a way of leading you towards or away from something. So <laughs> sometimes it's sending too far to get against the fact that there's two. <sighs> That'll do it. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, should we have Alexa fart us out? Yeah. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't have an Alexa here. Yeah, it's we're not poor. part of the budget. Sorry. Yeah. We'll get an Alexa for the studio. Mm -hmm. We'll have her fart us out next time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I believe in us. Disgruntled grandma or irritated cow? Irritated cow. Okay, sick. Next time. Watch Mm -hmm. out for it. Tune in. (laughs) Tune in next time. (laughs) Well, uh, I think that's the episode for today. Yeah. No Alexa, but plenty of us being dumb. M and (laughs) Tima. All of our antics. Um, thank you so much for listening. And don't let the bed buds bite. Don't let the bed buds bite. <laughs> she said buds this time, yeah. not bugs. I'm learning to enunciate. Yes. <laughs> don't let the bed buds bite. Stay safe, y'all. Bye. Bye.